You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Good morning, church. Can we appreciate the band for that wonderful rendition? I will say yes. And can we also appreciate Aloba for that wonderful God experience? I like that initiative, Catch Them Young. Okay, um, so as Falabi mentioned, it's our missions month. And in this month, we are talking about going out, sharing the gospel. And in line with that theme, our topic for today is the battlefield, winning the battle for souls, winning the battle for souls. Okay, so but before I start on that battle, I would like to share a story with us. And this is a story of two brothers. And it's a story of one eventful night that changed everything in their lives. Two brothers and one night that changed everything in their lives. So two brothers, one was called Olu and one was called Toby. You know, and as Aloba said, you know, the general pickup line is that they both grew up in traditional church family or traditional Christian family. You know, both did okay in school. Olu was older, so was the first. And Olu was one of the ones who sort of knew what they wanted to be, you know, from a very young age. So Olu always knew he wanted to be a lawyer, Right? And so Olu went through university, went through law school, and got a fantastic job in a law firm. So Olu was one of those ones that just had everything easy and not necessarily easy, but it just always shone. Now, Toby, the last born. Toby, not necessarily wild, but a bit playful. You know, he had... He was the one who had the fear of missing out, right? So he always wanted to be at every party. And he was slightly unserious, you know what I mean? I mean, last born, right? I'm sorry if you're a last born, actually. Um, but so imagine everyone's surprise when Toby came and said he wanted to be a medical doctor. And, you know, everyone was like, ah, Toby, are you sure that... Um, this is the way to go. I mean, his parents, traditional people, they don't want to say, no, don't go and be a medical doctor, right? So they're saying, well, you know, engineering is also good. Just three, four years, you'll be out. But interestingly, Toby was a bit of a stubborn, stubborn person. And so he was determined. And so somehow, by the grace of God, Toby got admission into medical school. We don't know how, but somehow by the grace of God, But Toby struggled through medical school. He really, really struggled. You know, if there were... He, Toby just always made the minimum to get to the next year. And Toby was a, was a normal customer for exam receipts. You know, if you had to receive the exam, 
Toby will always be there. Just barely making it from year to year. He struggled. But meanwhile, Olu was flying in his career, right? And there was such a contrast. You know, Olu was being promoted. He was sort of the golden child. And if Toby was honest with himself, he harbored some sort of resentment towards his brother. Because while he was struggling, trying to figure out himself, Olu just seemed to be just flying. But to God be the glory, Toby got to his final year, did his final exam, somehow made it. Him and a couple of his unserious friends somehow managed to apply to for a housemanship in the UK and, and they got through. And so two days before his graduation, everyone was happy for him. It seemed like his life was just about to begin. And so two days before his graduation, him and his friends decided, let's go out. Let's celebrate. You know. And this day was like any other day because even his parents gave him money and said, yes, you deserve it. Go and celebrate. You know, unlike other times when he says he wants to go out and they're like, ah, ah you again. But they gave him money. Even his mom that would be on his neck was like, of course, celebrate. You deserve it. And so they went out. And I mean, they had fun. I mean, a couple of drinks here and there. But even that was the evening that Toby met this girl that he had been eyeing for a while. They just clicked. They exchanged numbers. Toby had the world in front of him. It was an amazing party. And when it was time to go home, Toby got behind the wheels of the car and started to drive. To be honest, nobody there should have been driving. And in the car, they were still all talking about the party, talking about the girls they met, talking about their future, talking about how they're going to make money, become doctors. And then Toby lost concentration for one second. One second. Unfortunately, Toby lost control of the car and he swerved into a bus stop where there were a few people there. And from that moment on, it was like just a movie. You know, the police got involved. Obviously, some people lost their lives in that bus stop. The police got involved. Before we knew it, Toby was charged to court. Before we knew it, Toby was sentenced to life imprisonment. But just that one night, his father, who was influential, tried everything to try and get him off this, but he couldn't. But at least he got him one thing, that on the day of sentencing, that Toby could come home for a few hours with the family, spend just a few hours with the family before he shipped away to prison, and before he goes to spend the rest of his life in prison. And those few hours, you know, they tried to make the best out of it, you know. They talked about old times. 
they reminisced, talked about the big wedding. I mean, Olu by then, the older brother had gotten married. He had a young son, Olu Jr. But there was such a heaviness on everyone's heart. Until finally the police came and knocked on the door and it was time to go. Toby stands up with tears in his eyes. And as he looks at his family one more time to just take it all in, knowing that this family will never be the same again. We will never be together like this again. Tears in everybody's eyes. And as Toby goes, you know, just going around to hug everyone, then something happens. When the police ask, please, who is Mr. Toby? Let us be going. Olu steps forward and says, I am Toby. And everyone is like, what's going on? What's going on? Toby, everyone is shouting. But the police think it's just normal family drama because they are losing someone to prison. And they whisk Olu away so quickly. And Toby cannot let this happen. So he's chasing after them, chasing after his brother. Like, what are you doing? I'm meant to be the one going to prison. And as he reaches his brother, he tries to explain and his brother just says, stop. Olu says, stop. Don't worry about me. But please do these two things. It says first, please make the most of your life. Become the doctor you want to be. Impact everyone's lives. Do amazing things with your lives. But then it says something else. Second thing, tell my son about me. Tell my son the father I was. Tell my son the pedigree he came from. Tell my son how much I love him. Now, I don't know what you might take of that story. But, you know, as I rehashed that story in my mind, there was something that was clear to me. And it's that that sacrifice that Olu, the elder brother, made for his younger brother would be useless if one of two things happened. That sacrifice would not matter if one of two things happened. One, if Toby somehow managed to not go to, go to his housemanship, if he somehow managed to not become a doctor, if you somehow manage to just live a life, a wasted life, if you somehow manage to end up in prison like his brother, then that sacrifice will have been in vain. But secondly, and most importantly, is that that sacrifice would have also been in vain if Olu Jr., never got to know who his father was or what kind of sacrifice his father had made 
if Olu Jr. also ended up living a life without meaning and ending up in prison like his dad. Any of those two scenarios and that sacrifice would have been useless. And so no matter how much Toby would live his life, if Toby even decided that I don't want to be a doctor anymore, he at least owed his brother one thing, to tell Olu Jr. about who his father was. And, we can, and that, I mean, that we cannot dispute, that even if I decide not to live my life, I at least owe one thing. So if you guessed it, you and I, in this story, we are Toby, right? And for some reason best known to Jesus, Jesus is Olu in this story. Because at the point the executioner came, and at the point the executioner came and said, it is time for you to serve your sentence. And at the point we we're all looking to say goodbye to our family, thinking about the punishment that was ahead of us, Jesus stepped forward and said, I am the one that's guilty. I am Tolu. I am Sharon. I am Esohe. I am the guilty one. Can we read Mark 16? Verses 14 to 20. The NIV version, please. Mark 16, verses 14 to 20. You know, no matter how Toby wanted to live his life, the last request his brother made to him before he went off would have shaped the direction of his life. But Jesus also makes a last request of us. And let's read it in Mark 16. So later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And just for context, this is after no one could find Jesus' body, you know, in the, in the cave. So some disciples had seen him, some hadn't, but most of them had not seen him and they didn't believe. So verse 15 says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus has spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. 
you know, the last request that the person who gave us a second chance at life was very simple. Tell my children about me. Let them know the kind of person I am. Let them know the pedigree they've come from. Tell them I love them very much. But you know what the biggest tragedy is? Is that Olu Jr., who represents God's children that need to hear about the Father, the tragedy is Olu Jr., no one is telling him about the Father. The tragedy is Olu Jr. is growing up and is all alone in this world. The tragedy is Olu Jr. feels all alone doesn't know why he doesn't have a father. He feels abandoned. And the biggest tragedy is that the devil is also laying a trap for Olu Jr. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5.8, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The people in our desperation, I'm sorry, the people in our generation desperately need to hear about their father. They desperately need to know that's about that sacrifice that was made for them. They desperately need to know that they are not alone in this world. They are not meant to do life alone. And if this world was fair, or there was justice in this world, Olu Jr. would not grow up not knowing that his father was an amazing man. But how will our generation know if we don't tell them? How would they know if I, Tolu, I don't tell them? How would they know if Samuel doesn't tell them? If you don't tell them. The Bible says in Romans 10, 14. That, but before people can ask the Lord for help. They must believe in him. And before they can believe in him. They must hear about him. And for them to hear about the Lord. Someone must tell them. Somebody must tell them. You know, the message today is called Battlefield. Winning the battle for the souls. And it would have been easy for me to just come here and talk about the Great Commission. This is what we must do. We must go out. We must tell the world. We must do this. But I really felt led to take it back to that original sacrifice. Because the person who gave us a second chance had one last request of us. And we read it. The last request was, just go out and tell my children about me. Go out 
and tell my children about me. The same way as Olu was being taken away, his last request was simple. Tell my son about me and tell him I love him very much. You know, BWS preached in a message last year, I'm sorry, last week, that it is not our job to actually save people. That our job is just to go out and tell. Every unsaved man, woman, child deserve at least that chance to hear about their father. They deserve at least that chance to just hear that their father loves them very much. To hear that their father has amazing dreams and aspirations for them. And for them to hear that they're not alone in this world. They deserve that chance in the minimum. This is what Jesus asked of us before he was taken away to heaven. Go out to the ends of the earth and just tell them about me. Let them know what I did here on this earth. Let them know what I went through. But most importantly, let them know that I love them. And as I start to round up this message, permit me to take us back to that story, our anchor story. 60 years passes on. Olu, unfortunately, died in prison. No one ever heard of him from him again. Toby is now old. And unfortunately, Olu Jr. never, ever once heard about his father. Olu Jr. also passed away living a riotous life. And then someone asked Toby, why didn't you ever tell Olu Jr. about his father? And Toby looks into the distance with so much pain in his eyes. He's struggling to make up words to explain why the, that last wish of his brother, he couldn't honor it. I mean, he says, you know, initially I was shy. You know, I just didn't feel at that place. You know, then he says, you know, after a while, I didn't really know what to say. You know, I, I wasn't sure what to say. And then, you know, I became a doctor and then work became so busy. I was quite busy at work. I, I always thought I would have time. You know, I just, and then I got married and then there were just all these issues that I was trying to deal with. You know, there was just some stuff I was trying to deal with. I, 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 I thought I would have time. Ladies and gentlemen, I leave it to you to judge if 
any of those excuses you would accept from Toby. I leave it to you to decide if Toby was ever justified in not telling Olu Junior about his father, if not once mentioning it. And if you, as a human judge, wouldn't accept that, then I wonder if any of our excuses will be accepted in heaven. Jesus' last request to us, go out and preach the gospel. And it's very simply, go out and tell. And in this month, in this our missions month, I want us to just take a step of faith. Find somebody and just tell. Tell them who they are. Tell them about the sacrifice. Tell them the expectations and the plans and the good things their father has in store for them. But most importantly, tell them their father loves them very, very much. Shall we pray? I want to pray for a set of people who have never given their lives to Christ. From our story, we see that Jesus stepped out at that last moment and took your place and paid the price for your sins. And he asked that you just accept him. And if you've never taken that step before, or if you feel like you are not living that life that makes a sacrifice worth it, I just want you to signify by raising up your hands. To just say, I'm coming back to you, O oh Lord. I understand the sacrifice now. So just raise your hand high and I want you to say this prayer with me. That Lord Jesus, I pray that as I come to your presence, I know I have not lived a life according to how you want me to. But I confess my sins today. I confess my sins today. And I dedicate my life to you. I dedicate my heart to you. I confess that I will live a life that is aligned with your will from today. In Jesus' name we pray.
And if you said that prayer with me, um, the ushers would have put a card in your hands. If you help us fill it um, and put it in the offering, ba- offering basket or any of the baskets. But we have a second prayer. The first prayer was about how we should live our lives because of the sacrifice. But the second prayer is about us going to tell God's children about him. So I want us to close our eyes and each of us individually know where we are on this journey of going out to tell people about God. But I want us to pray for the grace. I want us to pray for the strength. We realize that none of our excuses would work. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, whether you're shy or not shy, none of those excuses matter. Everyone deserves one chance at least to hear about their father. So I want us to pray that the Lord will give you the wisdom and the boldness. The Bible says that the Spirit gives us boldness. I want us to pray for the Spirit of God to give us boldness to speak. It doesn't matter if you know what to say. Just tell about their father. Just tell them about their father. And I want us to pray for forgiveness for the things we've made it about. We've made it so much about, about us, about our issues, about our shyness, about our things. I want us to just ask God for forgiveness for that. In Jesus' name. And so, Father, we, we commit ourselves to honoring that last request you made of us before you went to heaven that we should go out and tell go out and preach we recommit ourselves to doing this again oh lord remembering that sacrifice you made for us we we commit and we ask for your spirit to equip us with boldness to go out and speak We leave it to your spirit to do the work of conviction. But Lord, guide our steps to go out and speak and to preach. In Jesus' name we have prayed. So before I leave, next Sunday we'll be talking about the attitude of soul winning. And I want us to be intentional this week. Let us at least invite one person to church. You know, invite them. Even if you can't speak, at least invite them to church. Let us take what we've learned today. Invite them. We have the hash one, bring one campaign, which means just bring one person. One person to church next week. And God bless you as you do. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash lifepointng.